Today's episode is brought to you by the IBC Network. IBC is the best television network in the country that continues to bring you quality entertainment in movies and TV specials. Tune in this holiday season for big movies like The Night the Reindeer Died with Lee Majors and fun specials like Robert Goulet's Old Fashioned Cajun Christmas. And also, don't forget to tune in this Christmas Eve at 10 p.m. live via satellite from New York, Bethlehem, Helsinki, West Berlin, and the Great Barrier Reef for Charles Dickens' immortal classic, Scrooge, starring Buddy Hackett, Jamie Farr, the Solid Gold Dancers, and Mary Lou Retton as Tiny Tim. The fun starts on Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve on IBC. You'll love it. I know what I'll be doing on Christmas Eve. (laughs) And welcome back to another exciting episode of Cineversal Nerds. Happy holidays from Cineversal Nerds. Yeah. Uh, We won't say, you know, Merry Christmas or any of those others, but it's just a general happy holidays from your host, Brian. And Jesse. So, here we are. It's uh, mid-December. We're getting very close to the holiday day. Um, So this (laughs) is our our Christmas episode. Uh, I wanted to focus the majority of this episode on what I like to call alternative Christmas movies, movies that it seems like society has a rule when it comes to Christmas movies. The rule is kind of loose for Halloween movies because, what? (laughs) (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) I didn't get something. I'm staring into the mic and they're laughing at something. Apparently something's funny. Uh, Halloween movies have a more, like I said, loose um, rules. as long as it's Halloween related, it's considered Halloween movies. It doesn't necessarily have to be a horror film. It can be a family movie that's Halloween related. But what I've seen from Christmas moviegoers is that they really only consider movies that are like family movies to be Christmas movies. I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that either. If it has Christmas in the plot or even in the title and it's not a com- uh, like a family movie or a lighthearted comedy, I totally count it. This brings up Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) I love Die Hard, and I know a lot of people out there do not consider it a Christmas movie, and there are people that do. I'm in that second category. I believe it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I think so too. Because I only watch it in December. I can watch the other ones. Oh, I don't, but... Well, it just feels better Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Actually, last year on Christmas Day, actual Christmas Day, you know, we didn't go anywhere for Christmas last year, and uh, we actually watched the Die Hard marathon. It's great. (laughs) I mean, the first two are during Christmas, and the rest aren't. But you got to watch them all, even that horrible fifth one. But um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just I forget it. I mean, the movie has you know Christmas music, and the plot of uh, revolves around the holidays so it i mean why not a christmas movie and there's a family element to it i mean john mcclain is going to his wife's christmas party at, at nakatomi plaza so he can also see his kids because he's a new york cop so he has to go to california and he's wants to be with his family for christmas so that's that totally screams a christmas movie anyways we will get more into that a little later i do want to discuss a few Uh, classics per se I guess the ones that are more recognizable as Christmas movies I just have a couple of them which I have watched already in my recently watched but I won't get into them because I'll talk about them later but as far as recently watched the only thing that I've been continually continuously watching is the Hawkeye show on uh, Disney plus I won't delve into spoilers because Jesse hasn't seen it 
Um, but it's really good. We're only four episodes in, and it's very entertaining. How many um, episodes? Six, six, probably? Same as okay. the rest so of them. it's almost over. Right, and they're about an hour apiece, almost. Okay. Um, maybe 40-something minutes. Right. Uh, I like that they're giving Jeremy Renner, uh, Clint Barton, much more to do in this. They're opening up his character a little more. I mean, we got a little bit of it in, like, the Avenger movies with, like, his family and the farmhouse and, like, when he became Ronin and Endgame. We get a little more in yeah. this. We get a little more with his family, a little more with him. And then we also get Kate Bishop, our new character, his apprentice, basically. She could, in the comics, I guess, becomes the new Hawkeye, and maybe that's what they're going going toward. Oh, okay. um, there's a lot of great little Easter eggs, little connections to previous movies and shows, which is really cool. It's another good one like Loki, where you can be sitting there and looking in the background or hearing a specific line like oh, oh i think this is gonna happen yeah. <laughs> a lot of theories so and it's christmas based it takes oh, okay. place during the christmas uh season i mean like there's they're in new york so they got the big tree there's a scene with the big tree oh um, nice i can't remember exactly where it is um so yeah it's a it's a good one to watch this month for sure um and it's supposed to end uh i believe just a week after Spider-Man comes out. So I'm not sure what the next Disney Plus show that's coming is. It might be She-Hulk. It might be... There is a spin-off oh, you show. Mean Marvel. Hmm? You mean Marvel-based? Yeah. Oh, okay. There is going to be a spin-off show based on a character that we meet in Hawkeye. Her name is Echo. Right now she is a, a villain character. She's deaf. Um, and she's pretty interesting. Uh, when I first heard the announcement for that, because I don't know anything about the character, I was like, eh, might be okay. I have no idea what this is. But then after meeting her in this show, I'm like, eh, I could watch a show based on her. She's pretty interesting. So Okay. That's at least as far as new things I've watched recently. What about you? Anything new? Um, I've watched a few things. Um, I watched um, my brother and sister-in-law are visiting uh, from Canada, and they have never seen Krampus. Oh, you got them to finally watch so it. So I got them to watch Krampus. That's on my alternative list. Yeah, and they later. loved it. So That's great. That's great. It's a good movie. Oh, we'll yeah. talk a little bit more about that a little For later. Sure. And then um, I watched The Santa Claus. Also good. Which um, that is like one I watch every year. It doesn't matter. And um, <laughs> there's a couple things uh, I noticed. One, like no one cares that the other Santa is dead. It's, you know, like, he's the new Santa, like, but he disappeared. He just well, became a cult. I know, but he's been Santa probably for, you know, a real long time, and then he just, like, dead, gone. Oh, they got a new Santa. Let's get him ready. I'm like, oh, my God, no one just cared? Like, Santa just died. I mean, but the soul of Santa lived on in Scott Calvin, so. Yeah, whatever. And then also... <laughs> It's a good point. I mean, I never really thought about that. <laughs> I was then years old when I realized it's not the Santa Claus. It's literally the Santa Claus. Like a clause in the like lease. Like a clause. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh my God, how have I never noticed that? Mind blown. <laughs> I was like, it does have an E at the end. Why have I never noticed? <laughs> That's not how you spell Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah, it just didn't dong on me until... I just, like, thought about it, and I'm like, because Bernard, you know, when the elf, the lead elf, mm -hmm. was, like, 
saying he's like, oh, well, didn't you read the Santa Claus? Or, and he's like, what's the Santa Claus? And I was like, oh, my God. That's the movie. <laughs> the movie. I'm like, how have I never noticed? Yeah, so, that's... yeah, that was a little fun fact. That is a good Christmas classic. I also enjoyed, I mean, not as good as the first, but I did enjoy part two and three as well. Um, they kind of de- decline in quality as the yeah, sequels go on. Yeah, part three is a but little I, hard to but, watch. But. but the third one, I will say, is for me, I, I love Martin Short. Yeah, I loved and, him and, as and Jack the, Frost. that one Santa is pretty funny. Like the, Or is that the second one? The What's robot the, Santa? Yeah. <laughs> I've... Is that the I, second? That's the, no, that's the, the third one. That's what I he, thought. I'm like... I, it may or not. no, because I think no. the second one, because he replaces himself because he has to find yeah, love. Yeah, he has to go find a wife, he's... which is a very awkward thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was thinking about that, too. He has to find a wife to yeah. still stay Santa Claus, but right. I'm like, what about the other Santa Claus that died? Where's his wife? Where's that Mrs. Claus? That's true. I think these I have are just, so many questions. I think these kind of questions will never be answered. Obviously not. Just, but I, it's just something that I just recently thought about. I was like, I don't know why I never thought of this shit. Maybe he did have a wife and she disappeared too. Yeah, she because just, the, it just went like, on oh, to the Santa next Santa died. Person. They're like, sorry, you gotta, you gotta go. He got fired and they re and they hired. He, he Scott didn't get Gellman. fired. He died. I know, but the, that's their version of fired because it's a kids movie and they're not gonna say okay, he died. Okay, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you killed him. You killed Santa. But the. I like the reindeer in it. They're funny. Oh, yeah. Comet. Uh-huh. He's the best. The, um, the kid bugged me a little bit in the first movie in certain parts. But, I, yeah. you know, he's a kid. It, it makes sense. Um, and then he just grew older. And by the third one, it's like, I don't even care about this kid anymore. <laughs> yeah. Is he in the third one? Yeah, it's I still the same remember. I remember his, like, just older. his he's like little teen. sister is he's like a teenager. in it more. Okay. Because I know he's a teenager in the second one. I couldn't remember there. if he was in the third one. <laughs> Because I remember the third one like has more of his little sister, and yeah. she's just freaking adorable. But um, okay, anyways, the last movie I watched, which is a is a cheesy Hallmark, and the only one reason I'm why surprised. I'm talking about this <laughs> is because it had Bruce Campbell in it. Ooh, which one? It was called One December Night. Oh boy! And uh, it also had Peter Gallagher and uh, Frenchie from Greece, Didi Khan. Wow! Yeah! Wow! I didn't know. She got out of that Grease universe because she popped up in Grease too as the same character, but then that was it. That's yeah. all I've ever seen. Well, her. I mean, she she didn't play Frenchie, right. But I'm just but, saying that, but I've she was never a, seen that a waitress. That's funny <laughs> in the movie. But Bruce um, Campbell. Yeah, it was about two uh, music managers who must put their history aside to oversee the televised reunion performances of their rock star fathers, who was Bruce Campbell and Peter Gallagher. Oh, well, some so, bit parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe he, you know, wanted to take a little trip that weekend and decided, hey, I'm going to do this Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he filmed it when he did Black Friday because I watched that movie. Yeah. That is one a recent I watched that I did mention the last time, actually. I just now thought of it. it was, uh, it's a horror movie with Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa. Oh, yeah. I remember you and talking about it, but I haven't seen it or heard the, it. The trailer is great. The movie is a little underwhelming if you're going off the hype of the trailer. Uh, okay. But I still think it's worth the watch. Yeah, I'll watch There's it. There's some dumb, really dumb stuff <laughs> in it, but it's kind of unavoidable. But I will say for a little bit of the movie, at least, you know, a good quarter of the movie, maybe not in order, but just parts of it reminded me of like a bargain bin version of slither yeah okay just a little bit 
And then it does its own thing later. But there's parts in it where I'm like, that's totally Slither. But that's okay. I love Slither. So, I mean, right. if you're going to copy something, then copy, you know, a good movie. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw this and I was like, oh, I got to talk about this. <laughs> and Bruce <laughs> plays against type. So, this is a horror movie with Bruce Campbell. But he's not really a badass at all. I mean, he's the guy that owns the toy store. Because the whole movie takes place in a toy store on black friday where they open at like midnight oh, okay. and there's crowds of people outside waiting to get in to get the sales and devin sawa is one of the guys that works there and there's all these other characters that are in there that are just very forgettable to be honest yeah um and campbell is is very by the book supervisor like there's mayhem and carnage going on but in his mind it's like let's get those sales yeah <laughs> you know, it's weird movie uh, yeah. but it's worth the watch it's just like i said just go into it with the with very low expectations to at least right. just be entertained by it and it is for the budget it has i thought there were some cool looking um effects in it there's okay. some bad effects in it but there's some good effects in it too yeah i'll definitely watch that um but yeah, I guess since we're start we're, we're we're discussing classic Christmas movies, a few of those, I can mention a couple because I did watch a couple, at least my top two favorite uh, typical uh, classic Christmas movies. Unfortunately, it's not a Christmas story. That's probably my least favorite Christmas Mine too. movie, um, and that's such an unpopular opinion. Yeah, it's a good it's a good movie. But I mean, it's I, well made, it's but just I just not my favorite. It just because I've seen it so many yeah, times. And a there's a lot of movies I've seen a lot, but for some reason that one it I can't watch it much it's anymore. <laughs> my best friend Chris's favorite movie. Like he you loves know. that movie, like he And I get it. I'm yeah. not judging. And Which I know a we lot talked of people before, but Yeah, and a lot of people will say it's relatable. It's about a family and I'm like maybe it's relatable if you were a family in the 50s, yeah. <laughs> but it's different now. <laughs> Um, and yes, there are classic scenes in it, you know, the yeah. leg lamp and the kid's uh, tongue stuck to the pole and whatever. Oh, that whatever. traumatized my niece. But I don't know. I just She saw that and she had ones. nightmares about that kid getting his tongue stuck on the pole. I felt so bad. <laughs> it was kind of funny a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah, um, I felt so bad. But my number one favorite Christmas movie of all time, and I did just recently watch it, is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. With Chevy Chase and the the rest of the Griswold family. Um, I do like all the vacation movies. Even the new reboot one, which is still connects to the other ones. Um, and it's funny because out of all of them, this is the only one that doesn't feature the song Holiday Road by Lindsey Buckingham. Um, they have their own different Christmas song in the beginning. It's just, see, that one I can relate to. It's not yeah. as, I mean, it's the 80s, but... There's a lot of things in it that I've that still happen now that I've seen and that I can relate to. Right. The, the dysfunctional family. I mean, I, I don't think I have anybody in my family I could say is just like Cousin Eddie, but um, <laughs> it's just so funny. And despite Chevy Chase having that, you know, reputation of being a dick, you know, in real life and stuff, and pretty sure he is, I can't help but to laugh at the guy in this one. He's so good at it. Right. I mean, he's good in a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I started that, didn't finish it. It was just on TV, and mm-hmm. um, I think I went to bed. I don't know if any, everyone else finished it, but I did not. But uh, I did kind of start to watch it. My sister and my dad, my both my sisters, my dad, and, and well, my older sister's family and my sister and my dad, We this is our movie that we watch every year. Yeah. And we've always loved it since I was a kid. I mean, I've 
tried to keep that tradition and watch it every year. Um, maybe sometimes twice in the month because it's just I can't get I can't get bored of that one. That one's really funny. It might also be because it's not as innocent as Christmas Story. Yeah. Like, there's some definite adult things in it. And growing up, I was noticing the jokes more. Yeah. I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> oh, that's dirty. Oh, that's <laughs> how I felt like watching The Simpsons, you know, like as a kid and then watching The Simpsons as an adult. Mm-hmm. I get Absolutely. A lot more. And then you appreciate it more. There's yeah. just a couple of things that I knew about, but maybe you folks out there didn't know. Just a little trivia here. Uh, it was written by John Hughes. You know the guy who gave us Chris, uh, Breakfast Club and Ferris oh, okay. Bueller and stuff, and you can you can tell there's a lot of John Hughes isms throughout the script. Uh, there's a older actress, uh, May Castell. Uh, if I mispronounce that last name, it's because it starts with a Q. Maybe it's Questell, but it's maybe it's Castell. Uh, she plays the lovable, Quaxall. adorable Quaxall. Maybe Aunt Bethany, <laughs> the one where she's like, "Is your house on fire, Clark? <laughs> Is Rusty still in the Navy?" Very sweet old lady. She was the original voice of the cartoon character Betty Boop. Oh, okay. And her last performance was playing that character in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Aww. Uh, so that was great. Uh, there's, there's always, they're always watching It's a Wonderful Life throughout the movie, the, the characters. And what's interesting about that is the director of It's a Wonderful Life was named Frank Capra. His grandson is the assistant director of Christmas Vacation. So that's pretty cool. Um, and if you recognize that street that the Griswolds live on, I mean, it's, it's, it is a very recognizable street on the universal, uh, back lots that they use all these fake houses. And, uh, the Griswolds neighbor's house is, uh, the Murtaugh house house in Lethal Weapon, Danny Glover's family's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and just down the road is the house from Monster Squad and then a few nice. others, Animal House that I, I actually took a tour at Universal Studios, uh, on that street and saw all those famous oh, nice. houses. That That's was awesome. really cool. So, love Christmas Vacation. Great music, great comedy. It's it's just still good to me. Um, so Santa Claus was yours. What's another classic you like watching every year? Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone. Both of them. I think Home Alone Two I like better than Home I. Alone. I do too, actually. Um, I mean, I like them equally. I but do, but a lot of people don't like the second one, but I I like them both. The second one had better. They're just traps it's just a classic to me. Yeah. As much as I laugh my face off at Marv screaming at that spider being yeah. sat on his face, <laughs> yeah. I can't help but to laugh more at the two scenes of Marv either getting electrocuted in the basement after getting all that paint on him, yeah, or getting hit in the face with bricks, which in <laughs> reality would kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's just such a great movie, and I just love little Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Like he just reminds me of my nephew so much. Well, my nephew reminds me of him, but when I watch those movies, I just think of him, and I just I'm like, oh, <laughs> he's good, he's adorable, yeah. but at sometimes he's a little shit. Yeah, but so is my nephew. Just like so. just like Uncle Frank says, you little jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but, How come the parents never punish Buzz? Buzz is such an ass. Oh, I know. <laughs> Bad parents. I saw that, that meme where it says the Home Alone parents are horrible. They never punish Buzz, and they make their kids eat uh, drink milk while eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I love Home Alone. Um, we I watched it at my buddy's house last night uh, with his kids. His first time, uh, the kids' first time seeing it. So that was a that was a delight. 
Because I, you know, that's another one. I don't watch until December, so it's almost... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'll remember things, but at the same time, when I watch certain Christmas movies, it's almost like I'm watching something for the first time. Yeah, again. same. Like, I always uh, wait till the week of Christmas to watch it, but sometimes I get too antsy and I just watch it early. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I watch them every year, no fail. Mm-hmm. Part two. I got to watch part two. Uh, I used to have a talk boy that he has in that movie. My, I think my brother used to have one. I remember us talking about this before, and I... Um, I, I miss that thing. I wish yeah. I still had it. And I never used it as a Walkman. Well, it never you use it as a Walkman. worked, like... It didn't work exactly how, like, they did in Kevin's the movie, but, it, worked, but you yeah. could still change your voice. Um, and it was cool. And had, you know, you held it like it was a camcorder with yeah. the microphone. Almost... It was like this. Yeah. And, uh... I think about my buddy uh, looked it up on eBay like recently to see if there was any uh, available. And there was so like one that was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, something like that. But then there's one that's like ninety some dollars, but it's broken. So you're only buying it for the parts <laughs> for like ninety some dollars. <laughs> Horrible. You think that they'd like bring something like that back? I don't know. Maybe it just didn't catch on even even when it came out. Maybe. I don't know. I just have one of those like talking diaries. You said like a little lock and you'd have to voice activate it, but my brother would always break into it. Little <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It just didn't have that appeal, I guess. I don't know, you know, because Walkmans were around and it is a Walkman. It was just bulkier. Yeah, and it didn't that's clip true. to your pants either like like Walkmans did. Yeah, and it never recorded and sounded as good as No. no. <laughs> but then you know it is a movie, so but you, but but it had but... the little you use your thumb to change the to make it when you're recording either to make you sound like a chipmunk or make you sound like slow mo voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what was funny is you could play a regular tape in there and turn it to fast motion and hear the tape in fast motion and and in, in slow motion. Oh, nice. So that I mean that was interesting, but then they got like kind of boring after like, yeah. <laughs> after one song. You're yeah. like, okay, that was cool. <laughs> but I still want one. I want to get one back just to, for nostalgic reasons, I guess. Um, another one of my favorites is Scrooged with Bill Murray, 1988. That's I did a good watch movie. that. It's it's great. It's a the classic. Uh, take on the Christmas Carol story, um, but the, you know, the Bill Murray version. <laughs> um, it actually features three of Bill Murray's real-life brothers in the movie. One of his brothers uh, plays his actual brother in the movie. Another brother is a friend at his brother's party, and uh, uh, the other brother is another uh, is his father in the in the the flashback when he's a, or in the, the when the ghost of Christmas past takes him to the past? And he's a little kid. His his father is his other brother. So <laughs> you have four Murrays in this movie together. Nice. Uh, another little interesting fact about that: he actually turned down the leads in Rain Man, Big, and Cocktail to do this movie. Would he? What would he have been in Big? Tom Hanks's character. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad he that turned he turned it down. Do well, I don't know. I kind of want to see what he would have done yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge gamble. Uh, this movie because it was his first time in in his career to uh, carry a movie by himself. I mean, he has been in movies before, but it was mostly ensemble movies like Caddyshack and Ghostbusters and Stripes. Uh, but I, I love it. Uh, when I was a kid, I didn't really care for it much. But as I grew older, I started to appreciate it more. I started becoming a big fan of Bill Murray. And I thought he was so good in it. 
he's so good at playing a, just an evil, horrible person. And then <laughs> I love the three ghosts. We have Buster Poindexter as the Ghost of Christmas Past. We have Carol Kane as the crazy fairy-like Ghost of Christmas Present. And then whoever played the Grim Reaper in the Ghost of Christmas Future, I mean, that guy was terrifying. That guy yeah. scared me when I was a kid. <laughs> and he, like, opens up his robe and you see all those little demons in his side and yeah. like, playing on his ribcage <laughs> and stuff. That's pretty haunting stuff. With a theme song by Danny Elfman. Oh, the nice. theme to that movie. So, And you can tell there's a lot of that... Almost like Beetlejuice or Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he did. I don't. Think I think he did, he did actually. Really? I think oh. he did. Because <laughs> it kind of when he said he does that, a lot of, of the beginning with the fly flying around. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have one more classic. Uh, did you have any other classic that you watch every year? Um, kind of related to Scrooge. I watched the Muppets Christmas Carol and, nice. and the Mickey's one. Oh, I love the Mickey's yeah, one. Yeah, I usually watch those back. both every year too. I don't know why. It's but. so sad. Yeah, <laughs> it feels so bad little for little tiny Tim. Yeah, oh god, with his cane and his, just, and they have to cut like what do they share like one bean or something, something. for for dinner. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that movie's great. Or that well, it's a sh- I wouldn't say it's a movie because it's like half it's hour a long. Short. Yeah. Say it's a short film. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's on uh, Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah, I need I to... Both, think both of them is. I think The Muppets is too. And I think... Maybe not. I don't remember. Yeah, because there's also but... Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which I don't know what that is. I think that oh, might I've be like Oh, I've seen that too. That's really of. cute. Yeah. And then they have Twice Upon a Christmas yeah, as well. Yeah, they're both really cute. I think the Once Upon a Christmas has one of my favorite little shorts from them with the Chippendale or... or yeah, or like Mickey's decorating a Christmas tree and Chip and Dale are in the tree right, and Pluto yeah. is like trying to get him. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's on the Once Upon a Christmas. It's good stuff. And I, I grew up with all of that. Yeah, and same. It's still great to go I, back I love that little clip. Those. I don't know why. I just love it. I can watch those over, I mean, no offense to people out there or if, if you're a fan of it, I can watch that stuff over Charlie Brown. Anything. Same. I like the Peanuts uh, characters and things, and I like that Peanuts movie that they made. But the the Christmas Charlie Brown or Halloween the pumpkin, I they're all right. Yeah, no, same. (laughs) I I used to love them, and I used to think that I liked them, and then watching them as an adult, kids are kind of depressing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, this kind of is really not that great. So mean to Charlie Brown. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, My last classic is The Grinch. From 2000, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey as oh, the Grinch. my I God. Love I love that movie. that movie, too. Yes, that I, is definitely I, one of my I favorites. I do like the An original elf. animated movie as well. I do. But I actually like this one yeah. better. Oh, yeah. Um, I know it's kind of blasphemous to like say something like job. that. But, yes, they did. Ron uh, Howard directed it. Mm-hmm. And the world they created, the Whoville world. The makeup, I think the at the hair. time... It was like the most uh, actors and extras to be wearing full makeup and prosthetics like at the same time in a movie. Yeah. It was so cool looking. Like, yeah. They did such a cool job creating like a real Whoville. Oh, was, definitely. And Jim Carrey was so good as the Grinch. Oh, I His totally face, agree. Um, but I feel bad for him like because of what he had to wear. Uh, he spent 92 days in the Grinch makeup. Oh, God. It took two hours to apply every day and an hour to when take off. contact lenses. The contact lenses, so they don't do it anymore. But this was, like, at the time. They weren't just 
like the one little bit that goes over your pupil. This thing like went over your whole eye and it was like glass. It was like oh, a special God. kind of glass. So you could only wear them for so long before your eyes dry out. Ugh. So he could only, so he had so to he put them like in. So could like just add eye drops. No, because it was, oh, it closed God. it all. So he had to do as best he could with what he had with the, the, the contacts in. And then he had to immediately get them out and get some, Get some eye drops and some air going flowing in his eyes. Yeah, can you imagine doing that ninety-two times? <laughs> <laughs> he, that's how good he is, and he he showed it in the movie. He was oh, yeah. so good. His suit was made of yak hair, spray painted green, and glued to spandex. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And of course, his his voice that he chose to use for our Grinch character was inspired by Sean Connery, <laughs> and you can tell. Oh yeah, no, it um, this movie is phenomenal it is like i this is one of my favorites i did have one question but i guess who cares because you had to kind of who yeah who who cares (laughs) yes uh meaning like i guess it's one of those where it's like well you had to you had to you know she had to stand out but like cindy lou who didn't look like anybody else in whoville she didn't have the nose nose, or anything so I always wondered why, but I guess because she's that main character, you had to kind of show her, show her, uh, like, recognize her in a crowd or whatever. But everything, the vehicles they drove and, like, when when they're in the the mail room and, like, because, you you know, the the different letters and that, it's so detailed. (laughs) It's so cool. And that's why they have, like, a Whoville, or they used to, like, a Whoville at Universal Studios. That you could walk around. Oh, that would be amazing. The theme park. The, yeah. They did that for a few Christmases around that time. I would love to do that if they ever brought it back. But uh, Cindy Lou Who, actually, Taylor Momsen, she was, uh, she's the lead singer of uh, The Pretty Reckless. Yeah. Which is a rock it's band. It's a lot different now. Yeah, and you, you would never <laughs> you even would have never guessed. Know that that was yeah, her. I mean, she was also on Gossip Girl, too. But, <laughs> but yeah, you would have never have guessed that she was the lead singer. The Pretty Reckless, and which I, think, I love that band. I think that's my favorite um, newer adaptation of a Dr. Seuss story. Because I did like Horton Hears a Who with Jim Carrey and Steve mm-hmm. Carell. But I still think The Grinch, Jim Carrey's the the best one. No, um, I I totally, totally agree I with like that. I like the Lorax that much. But I, but I, um, really I don't, did. I've never actually seen that movie all the way through. It's okay. It's one of my nieces' cool. like the uh, favorite. And The Cat in the Hat is just terrifying with mike myers yeah i didn't like that uh, they tried to bank on the success of the grinch by trying to do similar and it just and mike myers being a, another over-the-top comedian like jim carrey but just it was weird yeah it made me very <laughs> uncomfortable yeah i'm just waiting for them to do green <laughs> eggs and ham well interesting you say that so there is one scene at the very end of the the, the grinch movie where uh because they're all at the table and they're eating their their dinner their Christmas Are they dinner. eating green eggs? No, again? well, no. They're they're. I forget what they're eating. Some something Dr. Seuss sounding. But uh, but Cindy Lou Who gives a plate to Grinch and it's green eggs and ham. Okay. So it's kind of that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, guess I've never noticed. So I have two categories of of alternative Christmas movies. I have three in this first one, which are raunchy comedies that are Christmas movies. Cause these ones I still consider alternative because they are known, but they, they still don't get put in that category like Christmas story and Grinch and stuff like that. And number one is bad Santa. Okay. This is one of Josh's favorites. I love bad Santa. It is so vulgar. It's so <laughs> dirty. 
and it's great. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, the man was amazing. Yeah. And in fact, I heard, and he said this in interviews, but who knows if he's kidding or not, but there were scenes where he was plastered out of his dome for real. <laughs> um, I believe Trying to it. perform it. Uh, Jack Nicholson was very interested in playing the Willie character when he got the script, but turned it down to do Something's Gotta Give instead. Oh. I saw that uh, uh, Bill Murray also signed on. He actually signed on to play uh, Willie, that would but have been great too. quickly dropped out to do Lost in Translation because mm. that came up instead. And uh, another fun little fact that's funny, the Czech Republic actually translates the title to Santa is a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. I uh, I was very surprised when I saw Bad Santa because I didn't know how bad Santa was because when I saw previous four, I was like, oh, it's just a raunchy comedy. But when I saw the movie, I didn't realize there was like crime and death and some really dark stuff in it yeah. that kid that oh kid. my god oh, i feel so kid. bad for yeah. that kid thurman merman <laughs> is his name <laughs> and he's still he's been in movies since then but he will always be known as thurman merman yeah. even being in trick-or-treat that little part in trick-or-treat he was still thurman merman yeah going trick-or-treating <laughs> and smashing pumpkins mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Bad Santa 2 was funny as well. I, I liked uh, part two as well. Yeah, I I think I've seen it once. I need to watch it again. Same. I, I, um, but I remember liking it. Yeah, I mean, we did lose two great um, movie legends uh, in the first Bad Santa because it was their final, well, one of them was their final performance, and that was John Ritter. And uh, the movie was dedicated to him, and we also had uh, Bernie Mac in the movie as Aww. well. So, yeah. Um, they're still missed as well. I, oh, I, I grew sure. up with John Ritter. Oh, me too. Bernie Mac is f- wonderful. I loved the show that he Three's was. His company? Uh, no. Or, uh, uh, Eight Simple, Eight Simple Rules, Rules for no. Dating My Teenage Daughter. Yeah, I thought that show was great. And he was the dad in the Problem Child movies, which oh, is great. Oh my gosh, I love those movies. <laughs> and the underrated movie called Stay Tuned, which I don't think anybody nope, has Nope, I've never heard of that. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I've been wanting to watch Problem Child again, but... (laughs) It's... I don't know if it lives up, but it's still fun to go back and watch it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I still love the second one. Um, Yeah, yeah. And there was a third one, too. Oh. Not very good. Never saw it. Um, So my second on my raunchy list uh, is A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Okay. 3D. Yeah, uh... I feel like I liked this. I, I don't really remember much, honestly. It's my favorite of the three Harold and Kumar movies. Um, and the 3D I saw in theaters. And I got to be honest, it's one of the best 3D movies I've ever seen. It is, it's, <laughs> it is the gimmicky kind where they throw stuff at your face. Yeah. And they really throw stuff at your face. The dirtiest things you can think of, which I'm not going to repeat what they are, but they are... It's. You think of anything dirty in a Harold and Kumar movie, and that's what they throw in your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, of course, and blowing pot smoke in your face as well. Oh, uh, shit. Very funny. It's very self-aware, which is what I like. I like the the when their comedy is self-aware. Like, there's a scene where they call Harold Sulu in one scene because he played Sulu in the new Star Trek. Yeah. They make fun of Kumar. There's like a scene where they make fun of Kumar working in the White House, which the real the, the actual actor did work in the White House around that time. Oh, nice. Uh, the whole Neil Patrick Harris uh, dating that guy, which he really was dating that guy, but saying it's all a sham and he's really into women and stuff. Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> 
But uh, one little trivia I got out of it, I did write their names down. The writers that wrote Harold and Kumar Christmas, who also wrote the um, American Reunion, American Pie Reunion movie, they had an interesting little funny joke in Harold and Kumar about Karate Kid, where they were arguing which is better, Karate Kid or the one with Jackie Chan. And funny <laughs> enough, funny enough, uh, after that movie, those same two writers went on to start writing Cobra Kai. Oh, nice. Which is great. I can't wait for the that trailer. next season. That trailer. Gave away too much. I had to stop watching. It's all right. And then it gave away exactly what I thought was going to be in the show. I knew Terry Silver would be becoming. Well, back. yeah, I knew, I knew that, but just still, season. like even just watching after that it was just all right. Like too, it's so quick though. You too know, much. It was. It's a like two, a two-minute trailer. I know two minutes is too much. But ten episodes. It's too I mean, much. nah. Excuse me, just don't watch it again. It's still you still got until December thirty-first. Yeah. Uh, Josh would not like that trailer. Oh, you'll like it. It's great. Um. And the last one I have is one that isn't as popular as those other two, and that's Surviving Christmas. I have with, one. Uh, what do you got? The Night Before, is that what it's called? Oh, with Seth Rogen? Yeah. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt? You know, I've only seen that movie once. It's raunchy, though. It was though. really funny. <laughs> yeah. And I like the scene where they do blow, and they're like, who gets, who can still get blow? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when he goes in the church, and he's just Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I, I need to watch that again. I did, I did only see that once when it came out, and yeah. I think it I... It's actually pretty, it's pretty great. I probably underappreciated it, yeah. and I think I need to take another visit. I think so, um, but anyway, sorry. No, you're fine. Add it in. <laughs> Add the raunchy comedies. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're there. But Surviving Christmas from 2004 with Ben Affleck, Christina Applegate, James Gandolfini, and Catherine O'Hare, the mom from Home Alone. Okay. Um, Sounds familiar. Ben Affleck plays a douchebag. Surprise, surprise. Uh, a rich douchebag. And he, you know... He grew up uh, in a small town as a kid and had Christmas, but then like quickly went career only and never celebrated Christmas. Always works on Christmas, but this year, like he, his girlfriend I guess dumps him because he he doesn't want to go spend time with her family because he doesn't have a family, but he wants to like prove to her that he can. So he goes back to his childhood home, but a new family lives in it. Uh, which is James Gandolfini and, and, and them. And he decides to use his his money to rent them to pretend to be his family so that he can have a family Christmas and get the experience again because he's in his own childhood home. Mm-hmm. Sounds strange. And it is yeah. a weird movie, but it is very it's surprisingly funny. Mm, and there are some that. dirty moments it. in it for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's pretty heartfelt you know and christina applegate becomes you know the new i mean it's very predictable and i like it becomes the new sort of interest for him but he but she's supposed to be his sister and then the kid from the movie sex drive is in it and and he's supposed to be the little brother and then james gandolfini is supposed to be his dad and Catherine o'hare his mom and Hmm. their family is going through some things so it kind of brings them together in a weird way but it's such a strange setup that it's very entertaining. I recommend yeah, I'll it. have to watch that. That sounds interesting. You know what movie I cannot stand What's to that? watch at Christmas time? Four Christmases. Another one I've only seen once, and that was enough. Yeah, they just—it it just drives me nuts. Like I love Vince Vaughn and everything, but he's just his typical Vince Vaughn, where he just talks too much, and yeah. then it's just like everyone's arguing all the whole time. It's mm-hmm. just like 
There's some funny moments, don't get me wrong. Like, there's some things that crack me up because, uh, you know, John Favreau's in it and mm-hmm. he's hilarious. But, he's always a delight. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I can't stand that movie. Just kind of like I, uh, The Breakup, I think it's called. Kind of the same thing. Ah, uh, that movie's terrible. Yeah. I also didn't like Fred Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's also the kind of the same thing like you're just arguing and i'm just like just love each other your brothers just love one another and don't get me wrong i do like vince vaughn in some things i don't like him in everything but it's i like him in freaky of things wedding crashers oh wedding crashers um, is one of my swingers because that's the only one i can stand you know, owen wilson into so even in in jurassic park 2 the lost world <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah no, I, I do like him, but it's like a lot a of his comedies do sometimes. sound are, are very similar. Yeah, like the internship that wasn't very couples good. retreat sucks. That was not great. No, and that I think is directed by Ralphie from A Christmas Story, Peter Billingsley. Oh, I Ralphie. Think. Well, he also <laughs> produced Iron Man, but you know he's still yeah. doing well. Uh, so yeah, those were the raunchy Christmas movies. So now the alternative list. This little list uh, is movies that people never put in their Christmas watch list. And number one is Gremlins. <laughs> is the number one, 1984. <laughs> um, I love this movie. It's so great. I, it's been years since I've watched it, and I do love both of them, one and two. There is a third coming, which I believe is animated, but that's. I mean, I'll take whatever I can what? get. Um, and then there's also talk of another live action but I mean it's just what can they do you know right you don't want to invest in it and then it being really bad no for sure um, but I mean it can't be any worse than the second one I love the second one I know but it's so cheesy (laughs) it is but it's like a parody of Gremlins yeah it's like (laughs) so it can't be like any more cheesy or (laughs) that movie is like Warner wow. Brothers, the movie featuring Gremlins. Yeah, That's I always saw like this meme of uh, you know the girl Gremlin and Nicki Minaj, <laughs> like they compared. They do look. Similar. Yeah. <laughs> But that's another reason why I like the second one. There's all these different kinds of gremlins that we didn't get to see in the first one. They, yeah. There was one that's, that terrified me to death. The spider one. The spider gremlin. Oh, He had a yeah. body of a spider yeah, yeah, and he yeah. had, actually had webs and stuff. And there was the bat gremlin. There was the one that was made of pure electricity, which was hilarious. And, yeah. and of course, the great I think... smart one that could talk and do the talk shows surprise surprise i saw the second one before i saw the first one of course you did (laughs) when i was a kid and it used to freak me out so so the first one i believe is a christmas movie it takes place on christmas there is a really long horrible monologue that phoebe cates says in the movie about oh yeah not believing in christmas (laughs) and santa and stuff and it's it's just it takes you really just completely out of the movie it's like (laughs) What was that? Yeah. I <laughs> um, do know what, exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, the whole plot is set up where our lead gets a Christmas present, and it's a little mogwai that his dad picks up. So well, for Christmas. Stole. You know, but it's still for Christmas, and he gave him the mogwai. So, <laughs> but, you know, I always have this question. Hims is so cute. Howie Mandel as <laughs> the voice of Gizmo. Really? And, yeah. And, uh... Yes, he was very adorable, so the stuffed animals were a big seller that year, for sure. I don't think anybody bought any gremlin dolls, but they were there. Um, uh, they made gizmo uh, Furbies. I, 
wouldn't be surprised. He kind of he kind of has the face of a Furby. That almost made um, me want a Furby, but I don't. You know, I, I despise Furbies, so <laughs> no. Um, but I do love Gremlins. Uh, there are some frightening things in it as well because it's you oh, know, for a creature sure. feature Joe Dante movie. Uh, there is death in it for sure. Uh, and then the you know the rules for Mogwais. You know, so they don't turn into gremlins. You know, don't feed them after midnight. So I always had this question on my brain about that. Isn't it always it's after always midnight? It's always after yeah. midnight. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand that. So it's only after midnight in the U.S. So like, or maybe the sun comes up. Or if you're in a different time up. zone. But what if you're... What if you're, like, in Alaska and, you know, that during the 30 days of night every year or whatever? <laughs> so but yeah. you know what? They make fun of that in the second movie. There's actually someone that asks all those questions, yeah. but they don't answer them. They're just, that just was thrown in there yeah, as a joke. I don't remember so, that. That's funny. <laughs> um, that's why I like the second one. When you, when you rewatch it as an adult and know everything they're talking about, especially after watching the first one, it's pretty funny. Because yeah. they do ask all these different things. Um. Yeah, I love Gremlins. I'm going to have to add that to my list this next week for sure. Uh, the second one I have is The Long Kiss Goodnight. Uh, Gina Davis, Samuel I've been wanting to rewatch this. 1996, written by Shane Black. Uh, great movie. It good is, buddy cop movie. Very good. Gina Davis is such a badass in mm-hmm. it. And that's why... When that movie Salt came out with Angelina Jolie, everybody's like, oh, that looks awesome. I'm like, that's Long Kiss Goodnight. That's kind of what that is. (laughs) Because she has amnesia, and she's living in this small town, and she, you know, gets voted. Yeah, but Angelina uh, Jolie doesn't have amnesia. It just reminded me of it. And then she was a... Uh, an assassin like and had to have it all come back to her that she was this big assassin and stuff i guess i don't remember now i need to watch it again but anyway okay. <sighs> anyway yeah. uh and so gina davis is in the small town everybody knows her she's i think a school teacher i think or, or something and gets voted miss claus in the in the, the uh, parade in town and then someone in jail recognizes her and goes after her and she just like unleashes this badassery that she didn't even know she had and you know come to find out she used to be a an assassin a badass assassin and samuel (laughs) jackson is a cop who um is teamed up with her and he's like a total samuel jackson don't give a shit cop and he's so great in the movie and yeah total christmas movie there's snow there's christmas stuff there's christmas music and there's Shane Black action goodness all around it. Yeah, no, that movie is great. I haven't seen it in years, but it is one that it's I've been wanting great. to rewatch. Still very funny. Their chemistry together, you wouldn't think that they would be so great together, but they are. Their chemistry is perfect. And like I said, I've never seen Gina Davis as a badass before, and she was definitely a badass in that movie. Is this after or before Beetlejuice? Uh, this is after. Okay. Uh, Beetlejuice... Uh, came out around the same time as Tim Burton's Batman. Okay. So 89, mm-hmm. 90, somewhere around there. And this was 96. Oh, okay. So this was like League of Their Own era. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, the next one on my list is a horror flick, Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. <laughs> it is uh, my favorite Christmas horror movie. Uh, it's very creepy. It is. Uh, the music that they use in it, because the music is not typical Christmas songs. It's all 
really old timey Christmas songs that you don't ever hear. So it makes it all the more creepy <laughs> in the movie. Um, interesting fact about this. Uh, so this wasn't the first time we've seen a killer Santa. This was 1984. There were two previous uh, films that featured a killer Santa, but this one got the most outrage from parents and protesters wanting to ban this movie and like curse upon the directors and creators <laughs> for creating such a disgusting thing that would like just destroy their children who see it. And it probably has to do with the fact that they bought airtime to show the trailer for it on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> saw it on Super Bowl Sunday. That's crazy. And it only lasted in uh, theaters for two weeks before it, they were forced to pull it from theaters because oh the protests gosh. were so bad. And you can look up some of those protests of those like those angry letters that people sent in about it. It's ridiculous. One guy said that it's a form of child abuse. Because you're taking a character that's so loving to children and making him a murderer, you know, or whatever. Well, it's rated R, and, right? Yeah, but, but what's <laughs> funny is that in 1980, I believe, there was a movie called Christmas Evil about a killer Santa. Nobody said anything about it. And then years before that, they had a Tales from the Crypt movie that featured a killer Santa. Which is why in the newer show we got that first episode, that one episode with the killer Santa that was yeah. like a, a redo of that. Nobody said anything about either of those. It wasn't until Silent Night, Deadly Night, people were like, ah, blasphemy. Isn't it weird how people pick and choose? Yeah. It's like, just takes one person and then a bunch of other people get on board and they're like, oh, okay. But you should really look up the the the, the angry letters. I, I mean, will. they're just like little <laughs> one-liners, but they are insanely crazy. Like, wow. And the, yes, on the surface... If you look at this movie, which most people did that were protesting and actually watched the movie, you see a killer Santa killing teenagers and whatever on Christmas. But really, the story is about a little boy and his baby, like actual baby brother and his parents are driving home from somewhere on Christmas Eve and they get they see a guy, a criminal who just robbed somebody and stole a car uh, dressed as Santa, and he flags them down, and the Santa murders this kid's parents right in front of them. So this kid and the baby are already are orphans, and they have to go to this orphanage, and they're you know raised in this orphanage, and our main kid Billy, he's abused uh, mentally by the nuns who run this orphanage, and he had a traumatic past. He doesn't like Santa; it freaks him out. He hates it. And the nuns want him to forget about it and say, no, you never had that tragedy. I don't know why, why can't you just act normal? Like that kind of thing. And he just can't. So he's always constantly getting punished. He's always, it's just, he feels so bad for this kid. And then one day when he's 18, he's able to leave the orphanage, gets a job at a toy store and Christmas comes around and they want him to be the Santa in the toy store for the kids. And that reignites that trauma. And he just goes on a murder spree. Uh, punishing naughty naughties <laughs> naughty people which are you know typical slasher teens that are you know having sex or doing drugs or just being <laughs> being assholes to each other and it's a great movie um, so it's not just about a killer Santa <laughs> like yeah. he, he has a reason I'm not saying that there should be a reason for murder but like you know what I mean it's just... <sighs> anyways another funny thing about that is that uh, actor Mickey Rooney 
uh, was one of the people that protested and actually wrote in a letter. And then, funny enough, years later, became the lead in Silent Night, Deadly Night 5. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of funny how things work out. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, the, this movie actually came out the same weekend as Nightmare on Elm Street, and it made more money. The Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, wow. The first weekend. But I'm then surprised. after the second weekend, Nightmare went up. Yeah. Word of mouth spread. It went up. And then Silent Night, Deadly Night was forced to go out of theaters. So, I mean, right. that first weekend, it beat Nightmare on Elm Street. That's crazy. So, that's pretty cool. So, I do like it. But like I said, it is hilarious to look up some of those protests uh, letters. Uh, next one on the list is another horror that we briefly mentioned in the beginning. Krampus from 2015 from the director of Trick or Treat. I loved it. It, I love this movie too. The families in the movie made me think of Christmas Vacation, the two families uh, and uh, David Koechner's character was kind of like Cousin Eddie a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that it was funny. It didn't bug me that it's PG-13. I thought they did a really good job for being PG-13 because some of those creatures are pretty creepy. Creepy, like the angel and the angel. Yeah, yeah. Even the teddy bear, like yeah. And and the thing that's cool about that is that they're all like animatronics. They're not CG at all. The only ones that were were the gingerbread men, but I still like that scene. That was hilarious. Uh, Seth Green actually was was lumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny. It's it's totally a Christmas movie. I mean, it's about the anti Santa Claus, uh, Krampus. If you know the uh, the legendary story, Santa's shadow. Um, yeah. Um, you know he you know punishes don't lose them. your Christmas spirit because Krampus <laughs> will come for you. And what's interesting, and I never, I guess I never thought of it when I first saw it because you never see his face. I always loved that. That little, what do you mean you see his face? You never see Krampus's face. He His face is hidden under a Santa mask. That's a Santa Claus mask. Oh, that that's probably wearing. why he's got two sets of teeth. Yep, and that's okay. why the mouth is always open yeah. and the eyes are black. Okay. Yeah, that's a mask. I never oh, knew that at first. Yeah, I did I some realize. research. Yeah. Okay. So we never see his face, but I do like his look, his big giant with his hooves. Mm. Uh, I love that, that shot when... Uh, the daughter's outside and she just noticed him just standing on the roof and he's like jumping from house to house yeah that was so cool i i do love this movie i do need to watch it i haven't watched it yet this month and i definitely need to to check it out i was very impressed with all the effects the direction the cast was great it was such a weird cast but they worked adam scott tony collette they were all really good oh yeah the kids were good um, some of them were little bastards, but they were good. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's a great family movie. It's PG thirteen, so you know. But it's it's one of those movies like you call out quarantine for having the ending on the cover. Krampus has the same thing. Oh, the snow globe. The ending so is on the cover. There are. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but there are. It is, it's an open to interpretation, the ending, and the director even said so. He he doesn't reveal what happens at the end. It is up to you, and it's like, like one of three endings um, that you can choose from, whatever you think it is. Uh, but I'm not going to say anything in case anybody hasn't seen it. But mm-hmm. if you haven't and you like something They've different... They've had time. This is true. I mean, but... it's either like... 
they are forever stuck there or he gave him a second chance right but he, he's watching over him yeah it's, that's it's true. all these different things that is so true yeah we don't know because that's why she, the the grandmother isn't there you know he gave him a second chance because the kids stood up to him but she is different didn't like when she was a little kid mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. why she's not there so you don't know it's just whatever you think it is yeah and I liked it. Some people hated the ending. They want something like the grandma I want to know wasn't exactly, there at the end. No, I, I want, guess I didn't notice. I want that. something exactly like to tell me what happens at the end, and that's what an ending should be. No, I like those ones you got to think about. Yeah, could it be this? Could it be that? It's creepy. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but great movie. A lot of crazy, kooky little creepy characters in that. Even his little elves running around yeah i did like the scene where they're trekking through the snow and then getting pulled under like it's tremors or something yeah uh right the next one i have is lethal weapon (laughs) 1987 i consider this a christmas movie i mean the movie opens with jingle bell rock that is the first (laughs) song that plays in the credits the wonderful mel gibson and danny glover as our two leads and joe pesci is in there as well it's been a long time since i've seen this movie it's a good series i love all four of them they're all made by the same people and wrote written by the same people starring the same people and i if i watch one i gotta watch all of them yeah i do have them all on blu-ray but so it's a good show um or a good movie uh mel gibson funny enough so die hard is also on this list too as as the christmas movie and what's interesting about both of these movies is that Mel Gibson was actually offered the role in Die Hard, and Willis was offered the role in Lethal Weapon <laughs> as as uh, Mel's character. Um, like both swapsies. Yeah, so they didn't go through. With, and then coincidentally, Die Hard Three, which is Die Hard with a Vengeance, was actually originally pitched as a Lethal Weapon sequel, <laughs> but it became a Die Hard sequel. So they're pretty close. And uh, Shane Black came up with the name. Die Hard. Uh, it was for a, a script he was writing, but the producers of Die Hard bought the title, bought the name from him, and then Shane Black ended up making that script that he was writing called Die Hard and renamed it The Last Boy Scout with Bruce Willis. Uh, okay, what <laughs> so now? Stuff. What was the book called? Uh, Nothing lasts forever. Uh, okay. Which sounds like a Bond title. Yeah, uh, which that's is a true. Sequel, We've discussed this before. Which, which is a sequel. Uh, there was another book called The Detective, and then Nothing Lasts Forever was the sequel to The oh, Detective. Okay, and that was mostly and it's very similar to Die Hard. Just the names are are oh, okay. the same. He's not John McClane in the book. He's something else. I can't remember. Okay. But he probably doesn't say Yippee Ki Yay, motherfucker. I don't think so. I think that's a Bruce <laughs> thing. And Lethal Weapon Best and Die one. Hard are Christmas movies. In my opinion, for sure. <laughs> There's an actor in Lethal Weapon, plays a side character, whose uh, stage name is Blackie Dammit. <laughs> I always remember that name because one of early National Lampoon movies, there was National Lampoon's Class Reunion, and it starred Blackie Dammit. I can't remember his real name, but he's uh, uh, Anthony Kiedis's father from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. So... I think his name is John Kiedis or whatever, but his stage name is Blackie John McLean. So that made me laugh. Um, but yeah, Lethal Weapon, Christmas movie. 
but not probably not as much of a Christmas movie to me as Die Hard, but I still watch it around Christmas. Right. Die Hard is totally a Christmas movie. I mean, you know, when he kills the terrorist, puts the the shirt on him, and writes "Ho ho ho!" Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> That's Christmas. Yeah. There's Christmas all over it. They wouldn't be having a party at Nakatomi Plaza unless it was a Christmas party. Alan Rickman and his well, they say terrorists, but they're not terrorists. They're just thieves. Um, they wouldn't rob that place unless it was Christmas and that the president of the company would be there vulnerable to get into the uh, to get the code to get into the safe. So you need Christmas for the plot of this movie. That is true. All right. A couple left and then we'll we'll wrap it up here. Um, I have Batman Returns from 1992. <sighs> It's a great movie. It's my favorite Batman movie. Same. Out of all the Batman movies to come out, even to now, it is my favorite Batman movie. Same. And this movie, Tim Burton got free reign to do what he wanted. I watched this so much as a kid. It's dark. Yeah. You know, but it's the one I people, loved the most. People say that, like, the Batman v Superman or, you know, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League or whatever, however they're doing Batman now or even Pattinson's. Like, it's dark and, you know, a dark kind of tone. But Batman Returns was, like, the first dark tone. Yeah. Oh, it was a little the dark. Penguin is freaky. Yeah, it was a little dark in the in the Joker one. Yeah. But it was still pretty colorful, and Prince was on the soundtrack. So that was still a Warner Brothers yeah. production. But now we had Burton, that he can do whatever he wants in this movie, and it shows. <laughs> it's yeah. a very Tim Burton movie. And even both Burton and Keaton consider this the first batman movie even though it is it's the second one but they consider it's the first one because they really fleshed out batman's character and bruce wade's character more and burton got more free reign burton actually despises making sequels now it's kind of funny that i say this because we have batman returns but to him it's not a sequel there was an original script that uh, that was floating around after the first Batman to for the second one to be an actual direct sequel to the first one, where it would have it would show Bruce Wayne marrying Vicky Vale, and we'd uh, uh, some more aftermath with Joker and stuff like that, even though he's dead, and bringing um, Harvey Dent back and becoming Two Face, you know, yeah. and things like that. And Billy D. Williams was going to come back for that, and Burton was like, no. <laughs> change it he kept some things there was one of the things that was from the original script was catwoman and and penguin um framing batman for killing that that girl mm-hmm. uh and but a lot of the other stuff was changed so they were going to bring harvey dent back to become two-faced they took that out and created the character max shrek instead and, and gave it to christopher walken so he basically became the harvey dent character yeah I love Batman Returns. It's the snowy Gotham. It's so cool looking. Batman is still a badass. He kills people in this movie. All, yeah. the, all these new Batman movies are like, Batman doesn't kill people. He killed people in Batman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember. He stuffed dynamite down some circus guy's pants and pushed him off a bridge and it blows up. Yeah, yeah he's dead. <laughs> and I, I loved Catwoman too when I was a kid. She like, was so good. Yes. And her as suit a, was awesome. As a, as a and... guy... Yes, hot. Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> loved her. 
Uh, did you know that suit had to be vacuum sealed to her body? Really? So, you know, as much as Jim Carrey suffered as the Grinch, Michelle Pfeiffer had to fit into that suit and then get vacuum sealed and then could only like do scenes for so long before she needed to open it up and breathe or else she'd pass out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She could barely, with that tight helmet that she wears, the the headpiece, she couldn't even hear her own voice. She couldn't even hear her own, like, talk. So, uh, so there were some modifications to the Batman suit. It does look a little different from the first. Uh, looks like there's some more money behind it. Yeah. Um, and there was one feature that Michael Keaton specifically wanted on the new suit, and they let him have it, and that was a zipper on the pants. <laughs> <laughs> the suit weighed 55 pounds. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's, it's so great. Um, my favorite scene, and it's such a subtle little scene, but it just really makes you understand Bruce Wayne and Batman like perfectly in this one scene. There's no dialogue, and it's in the beginning where something's happening, and they, they, they turn the bat signal on, and and what's Bruce Wayne doing? He's sitting in his living room or his den in the dark, just sitting there, just hand up thinking about things in the dark like that just nothing just sitting in the dark by himself and then the bat signal shines through his window and he like notices and just stands up like he has a purpose like he was waiting for that to happen i love that yeah that's perfect but yes danny devito super creepy oh yeah with his drooling and yeah. his, his claw hands and his licking of his lips when he's eating that raw fish yeah. <laughs> but i loved his army of penguins yeah. and his uh, his his circus freak family so there's family that's why it's a christmas movie there's family <laughs> in it yes batman doesn't have a family don't gotta rub it in on him but penguin has a family max shrek has a son so family is represented in this movie Danny Elfman's score is fantastic again. Um, they used real penguins for, for the penguin scenes, which were great. I like that giant yellow duck that he drives around in. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but because that movie was so violent and dark, uh, like McDonald's pulled out of their contract with them and didn't want to make toys anymore, so parents hated that. Like That's, that's one of the reasons it went... Uh, the Joel Schumacher route, the why it, they changed it drastically and made it more vibrant and goofy and colorful. More towards kids. Yeah. Which makes sense, but yeah, these comic books, still, comic books yeah. are for kids. Um, yeah. Yeah, but comic books are dark. Yeah, they can be, but for the most part, I mean, I collected comics when I was a kid. You know, I knew more about comics when I was a kid as right. opposed to. I mean, it's just. I have some, like I have a small collection, but yeah, it's just like action figures. Just like people, adults can collect action figures. I I know plenty of adults that still buy action figures, but it's a kid's thing, really. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, Batman Returns, add it to your Christmas list <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet. Uh, Black Christmas. Which one? I have both the 1974 original and the first 2006 <laughs> remake. I will also not talk terrible. about the 2019 
remake yeah, of 2021. No. That was terrible. I, that I one watched doesn't it. Exist. I'm pretty sure it's 2020 because I watched it. But the 1974 is the one that started it all before the two remakes. 1974, it was considered the first, uh, one of the first slasher movies like Texas Chainsaw or Peeping Tom or Psycho, even though director Bob Clark thought of it more of a psychological thriller Which than a slasher. He calls them in the original. Does he call them in the 2006 one? I don't remember. He does. Pranks them a little bit. Okay. That movie I saw in but they theaters. Have, uh, like cell phones with, and that. Okay, I saw that in theaters with my best friend, and there was this guy sitting next to me, and I don't know what was going on, but he kept saying, "Oh peaches, <laughs> oh, oh peaches," and I'm like, "Oh seat. my god." <laughs> oh, pe- maybe he was eating a can of peaches. He was just really oh, no, enjoying those peaches. I'm just like, <laughs> something's going on next to me, and I'm like, <laughs> um. I do like the the original just because it's started a few things. It's it's the, the that story of don't answer the phone, someone's calling from inside the house type yeah. of thing. Uh, Bob Clark has a very strange resume when it comes to his movies, which is this and Porky's and a movie called Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things, which was a PG movie and oh. a Christmas story. The beloved Christmas oh, story is okay. the same director of Black Christmas. <laughs> I would have never known that. Um, legend or would has have never it, guessed, I should say. Uh, it predates Halloween, the Halloween movie, so it is actually considered the first holiday slasher. Oh, okay. Uh, and legend has it, it was Elvis Presley's favorite horror movie. Now, granted, he died three years after this movie came out, so it would have been his favorite horror movie for three years. Uh, but uh, his family justify saying it was his favorite traditional christmas movie to watch for christmas ever for three years and to this day they still watch it every christmas to hmm. to keep up the tradition i so mean that's it's okay uh it's not the best no uh, no it's it, not but i watched it for the first time a few years ago i'd pretty much rank it in there uh like the original my bloody valentine or some of those other slasher movies that were fine for right the day. yeah I mean, there's, you know, obviously there's some creepy things about it. Uh, I like the setup. It's very It's still a Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, There was an original title. um, I want to say it was like either Sleigh Ride or something. Because at the time, the producers felt that the word Black Christmas would confuse people into thinking it was like a black exploitation movie. (laughs) But in the end, we got Black Christmas. Uh, Now, the 2006 remake... I love that remake. It's bad, but it's so entertaining. It's over the top. The, the ending. It's over the top, and it is so gory. The original movie is not very gory. They don't really yeah. rely on gore at all. You, it's like... all off-screen kills. I mean, you do get the infamous put a bag over their head yeah. and you know, stab them. But in this one, you get they put a bag over their head and stab them in the eye and poke the eyeball out, and it falls out. Like They go really... <laughs> above and beyond with the Icicle. gore in this. Yep. Um, the the, 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 the give, cookie cutter. Yeah, so they give the, the villain. Skin. Well, cookies. You didn't know anything about Billy, the uh, antagonist of the original movie, the, the caller. They had no backstory for him. In the remake, they gave him a backstory, and it is messed up. It is. <laughs> they gave him jaundice, the, the, where his skin is yellow. Which wasn't in the old one. And how he's, you know, a brother and a father to the... 
it's messed up. Yeah. There's a lot of incest going on in that. Ugh. And was it needed? No, but I guess it made it different. <laughs> um, and that guy was creepy. Uh, he looked yeah. like a sadistic Chris Kattan. That's what he looked like. <laughs> a, a yellow Chris Kattan. Uh, but I, but like I said, I appreciated it for the gore. I yeah. Love the gore in the movie. The, the ending of the Christmas tree, like. Yeah, it's some. There's some imagery in the movie that will stick with you, I think. And it's got Christmas all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we get Harriet the Spy in there. Yeah. <laughs> Lacey Chabert and all these other young actresses that have gone on to do better things than this movie but i but i do like it and i just i refuse to watch the new one i haven't seen it it just doesn't look that good it's terrible that's what i hear and i just don't need to because we already had a remake i know i watched it just to watch it but i wish i didn't yeah is there any other alternate uh christmas movies that you had um that you could think of not that i can think of no i had one left and it's it's a horror movie but if you wanted to chime in on anything that you watch that everybody's like, that's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I don't think there's many. Not like Halloween. So we're limited. Right. I mean, I could talk about reindeer games with Ben Affleck and Charlize Theron. <laughs> he dressed like Santa's and robbed a casino. Um, very fun. Very fun 90s action movie. <laughs> We didn't talk about Jingle All the Way in the classics with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And to be honest, I didn't really care for that when I first saw it as a kid. I kind of like it now, but I kind of don't like it. I actually like that movie. It's okay. We have Anakin in it. (laughs) Young Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) He wants a Turbo Man for Christmas. Uh, What the Jesse's Jesse's bored from me talking, so she's on her phone. I was on this thing to look something up, and then then, like an ad started playing. (laughs) I'm not bored. I'm so sorry. No, I'm just kidding. It's funny. (laughs) (laughs) She's like playing like Angry Birds or something. Yeah. Come on. (laughs) Get it over with. I'm done. So my last one is a movie no one's seen, but I love it. It's just... It's for me. It's called Santa's Sleigh. Came out in 2005. Yep, never heard of it. And it stars uh, wrestler Bill Goldberg as Santa Claus. The actual Santa Claus. So he's not just a murderer dressed as Santa. He actually plays Santa that goes on a murder spree. (laughs) And uh, he doesn't have reindeer. He has like a big ox that he uh, uses to pull his sleigh. So he's more of like like a Norse god type santa claus like a viking santa claus that's how he portrays him and it's a comedy too and it's just very entertaining i love bill goldberg he's not a great actor but i he was one of my favorite wrestlers in wcw wwe i just he's just entertaining to watch and to see him dressed as viking santa going around killing people and killing a bunch of strippers at a strip club hilarious i mean there's a scene where yeah he goes into the strip club and he's, you know, killing all those girls because they are naughty. They are on his naughty list for being strippers. <laughs> and he's like, and it plays this fun song while he's going around saying one-liners and stabbing people. And then he like touch, he like doesn't want to touch the pole and actually wipes it down first before he uses it to hit somebody. It's really funny. <laughs> and like the first ten minutes of the movie is, I guess, where all the money went because it's just 
a bunch of famous people eating dinner together, and they're all horrible people. So Chris Kattan, Fran Drescher, um, James Caan are all eating dinner and just being really snooty and and horrible to each other. And then all of a sudden, Bill Goldberg comes down the chimney and just massacres all of them. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is a really fun uh, Christmas movie to just shut your brain off to enjoy just ridiculous violence for yeah. no reason. It's just, it's funny. So it's funny violence and not to say violence is funny, but you know what I mean? Like, right, no, it's for a sure. total comedy violent Santa movie. Yeah, I'll have to I watch it. I've never heard it. it. Yeah, I've never heard of, <laughs> of it. Of course I own it. <laughs> Had to. Yeah. So that wraps up my alternative list. Um, um, I have one. I don't know if it's alternative or not. Okay, what you got? Just Friends. Yeah. that's That could go in raunchy comedy. Yeah. It's PG-13. Uh, that's a funny movie. I love that movie so much. Joyce? Be yourself. Why are you at Joyce's house? Yeah. <laughs> Be yourself. It's, it's very quotable. Yeah, Forgiveness. Yeah. Like More than saying, saying sorry. sorry. <laughs> so Anna Ferris's character both annoys me and makes me laugh. Oh my god, movie. when she's eating that toothpaste. Like. <laughs> she's okay. She's got her toothpaste. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. Seeing Ryan so Reynolds much. in a fat suit, very funny, singing right. I swear by all for one to the camera. And him and his brother's relationship is hilarious. It's really good. The yeah. mom is so funny about Joyce. Yeah. Do we ever meet Joyce? <laughs> I don't think so. Joyce? <laughs> this is funny. That's something I quote um, all the and time. And <laughs> I love Chris Klein in the movie. He plays the ultimate douchebag. Yeah. And when, he's, when, when we first meet him in high school and he like wrote, writes her a song on his guitar and he's like, when Jamie smiles and he keeps messing up on the guitar. He's like, no, damn it. When Jamie smiles, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just can't. So great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. It's been a while since I've seen that, but I, yeah. I, it's I on thought Netflix. About that. Yeah, I thought I own it. I, I do I, too. I thought about putting that on the, today's list too, and then I at the I just forgot. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> but it will it will make the song I Swear stick in your I head swear. for a while. <laughs> and all you'll I think of is know. just Ryan Reynolds staring at you sed- seductively in a fat suit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh, yes, that would be so great. Yeah, so we gave all you guys something to uh, to watch this holiday season. But you know, if you're more traditional, then stick to the traditional movies. You know, even the super classics like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or Frosty the Snowman. It's a Wonderful Life. Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. Um, it's harder for me to think of classics than it is alternative ones. Right. <laughs> Elf. Yeah, if you want to watch Elf. I don't I, like Elf. I know you don't, but I do. I That is one of my favorites, too. I do not like it. It's just not one of my favorites. Well, you're not a Will Ferrell fan. I am and I'm not. So, I like some stuff he's in. Yeah. I do like really dumb stuff that most people hate him in. And it's not. It's just something I grew up with that I like. You probably I mean, like Stranger Than Fiction, don't you? I like the idea of it, but I felt the execution was kind of poor. Yeah, I didn't. But like I that thought movie. the idea was really cool. I thought it was pretty genius, but it just didn't. Yeah, it's kind of like the movie Downsizing with Matt Damon. That had a I couldn't really, even finish but that. that had a really cool idea. Yeah. They just executed it so poorly. <laughs> uh, no, I like Night at the Roxbury. 
Okay. I love that movie. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> so, and it's stupid, but I hated Superstar. Couldn't stand that. What? Movie. I was never a Mary Catherine Gallagher oh, fan. Oh my gosh, I liked I like that Molly movie Shannon, when I was a kid. Can't do it. It's kind of weird now, but when I was a kid, I loved that. I watched the, I, it was one I watched over and over again. That's okay. I'm not gonna judge you. That's just not. Yeah, I just thought it was so funny when I was a kid. And like I said, old school. It's my favorite Will Ferrell movie. So even though it's an ensemble movie with Vince Vaughn and Luke <laughs> Wilson, streaking. and even Stifler with a mullet in that, so. You guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> That's it's it's good. That's really funny. He is a funny guy. He is very talented. Yeah. And I like him in the Lego movie. I like hearing his voice in that yeah. as the villain and stuff. I actually and didn't hate that that uh, Get Hard movie. It was okay. <laughs> There's some parts that were really funny. I didn't care for Blades of Glory. No, ew, no. And Semi Pro was okay. No, I didn't like that either. It was okay. No. But Elf, oh gosh, I just love Elf so much. I get it. Yeah. There are parts I like. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> um, Call me Elf one more time. You get to hear Zoe Deschanel sing in that movie. <laughs> yep, I think that's where you really like saw her voice. I yeah, I always forget that's has, her. Yeah, she has because she looks so different. That old timey voice. Yeah, like the the the. Well, it's considered a sort of a band song now, but the Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. She has they that, still play she, it on the radio. She has that era voice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, sure. The singer from that. Mm-hmm. So I dig it. I dig it. She was good in the movie. She was adorable. Yeah. And then... I always, I forget it's her because she's just... And then I lost respect for her when she did The Happening. <laughs> but oh, but I'll she always, was... A... always remember her with her Harry Pitts in The New Guy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, I love her in New Girl. I've never seen it. I, I know that it's show. It's so good. It. I love that show so much. But, okay, anyway. Or Yes Man. She's yeah. in that. Uh, but, yeah, no. Yeah. Sure, Elf. If you like Elf, great. Mm. You know, John Favreau directed that. You know, and I just like other movies that he directed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> Well, I think I'm alone on that one. But that's you okay. Know, one of my favorite shows was directed by him, so The Mandalorian. Yeah. So I like him. And he directed Iron Man. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's good. I think I but I think I like him better as an actor than a director. I think he directs things well, but I like seeing him more than Right, no, for sure. Swingers, you just can't beat it. It's so good. <laughs> Alright, well that wraps up our holiday episode. For the year. Yeah. I'm um, pretty sure in the next year uh, we will, you know, talk about some of these that we've talked about in other kinds of lists. I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk about Gremlins again in something. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk about Die Hard again. Maybe we'll have a Bruce Willis episode. We do want to make a Nicolas Cage episode, which is coming next year. Yeah. We, yeah. Are, we are prepping and planning for a Nick Cage there's just so much to do episode. to prep for that. <laughs> there is. He has a lot of movies. Yeah. Not to say we're going to watch every single one. I'm going to try to watch. Not watch every single one, but I'm going to try to watch, like, top Try to 20. find Trapped in Paradise. Try okay. to find somewhere to watch that, because it is a Christmas movie. Okay. And it's a comedy with him, Dana Carvey, and John Lovitz, stranded in a town. They're criminals. Try to find that. Okay. I almost picked it up at this Traders the other day. I should have, but the line was so long, and I was just in there killing time for a second before I had to be somewhere. 
And I knew if I was just going to buy that one $3 DVD, I'd be waiting in there for like two hours. I would have just put it on the counter and be like, I'm fucking buying this. Here's oh, your No, because they got to get you the disc, don't they? No, DVDs are still in, are actually in the case. Oh, okay. You know, I think they just don't care if people walk out with them. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Well, but no, I'm just saying, I know, like, but... They're not as, like, valuable anymore as, like, Blu-ray or video right. games or something where they do have the space, like, the drawers back there. Yeah. But I should have been, like, I should have just grabbed that $3 DVD and went up there and slapped <laughs> a $5 bill on the counter and said, keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe next time. I know it's yeah. there, and I saw multiple copies. <laughs> Brian's like, so Jesse, sure. I got arrested. I need you to come get me. <laughs> I stole a movie, yeah. a DVD. I paid for it, but they did. didn't appreciate my nope, humor. <laughs> they didn't. And I gave them two extra dollars, and they still called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we went to the southern accent for that, but I guess it works. <laughs> I don't know. That was you, not me. <laughs> well, you did it first. You, you said your name in a southern accent. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, we gave you classic movies. We gave you alternative. You know what? They're not even alternative movies. They are hands-down Christmas movies yes, to me. Yes, agreed. Forget alternative. Yeah. We're just going to call this episode the Christmas episode. That's it. Yeah. And I'm sure there, there sh- we should have spent more time talking about Christmas specials, like shows, like Simpsons Christmas episodes and other cartoon episodes and things. Is there anything you want oh, to mention God, on that real so quick? Oh, God, there's just so many. I, well, okay. Every every show has a Christmas episode. I, usually Hulu, <laughs> or not Hulu, uh, Disney Plus does. Like, they do. They can't. They, they, they can't, but they didn't do that for The Simpsons this year. And really? I was, so now I have to like go through and find all their Christmas episodes because I do that every year. I watch all their Christmas episodes and... Which, it's fine that I have to do it myself, but normally they have it categorized and ready to go, so you just have to go in one place to watch them all, and they did not do that this year. Well, the first one will be easy to find. Well, yeah, because it's the very, very first, first episode, episode yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so I was kind of looking forward to that, but um, so now I'll just have to do some work. That's ah, okay, and then you can add Futurama to the list because they have that killer Santa robot in, <laughs> yeah. in those episodes, which a are Family great. Guy and oh, family American guy. Dad American has a really Dad. good uh, killer Santa. They all see, and or, people or were protesting. People were protesting Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, but look that was like the, way back when. The, look at all the crazy Santas we have now. I know, but that was but way still, back when. I argued about it because yeah. they had the other two previous movies right. with crazy yeah, yeah, Santas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> Well, fellow movie listeners, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you have a very fun and safe holiday this year. We will probably be taking a break until January before we start again because the holiday is coming up and mm-hmm. we are pretty busy. So yeah. uh, there will be more time for us to prep a little bit for next month, but we will be back soon to bring you more quality entertainment from Cineversal Nerds. So I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. And we wish you a happy holiday. Uh, 2021. Yeah. (laughs) See you at the movies. Bye.